Good morning, survivors, and welcome to today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Today is day number 328 since we've been back on the air. We've once again got a full booth here today, getting a little cramped because I am joined today by Dr. Rosalind Clark, Agnes Drew, Jennifer Long, and Jamie Bristow. How is everybody today? And why are you all here? I'm fine. I live here. I'm also fine. I also live here. Yes, yes, I know you two both live here. But what I meant is why is everyone here all at once? Usually at least one of us is out on a scavenging run. Jennifer lives in Gipstein Lighthouse, and Jamie lives in the Deerfield community not far from here. Hang on. Before we get too deep into this, did you say 328? Last time I was here, you said 317. Is that how many days you've been broadcasting? Like, in a row? Yeah. Didn't you know that? They've been broadcasting for five minutes a day, every day, since they got the station back on the air. Since the very beginning of the zombie outbreak? It was a few months after the fall that we got the generator up and running and everything working again. I thought you said you'd been listening at Deerfield. We are. But the whole community isn't able to listen every day. It's not like the old fireside chats where everybody could gather around the radio. Surviving requires all of us to work together, and sometimes our jobs keep us away. We listen when we can. Do you not know our story? This was the college's radio station. Max was the station manager, I was doing an internship, and Dr. Clark was a marine biology professor. I've picked up on most of that, but I didn't get Jennifer's story. I live at Gipstein's Lighthouse with my family, just offshore. You can see it from the station window right out there. And I came over to update everyone on Mercutio. Yay, cat stories! What's a Mercutio? (laughs) He's Agnes's cat. He lives out there with us. She kept that cat hidden in the closet here for weeks. It's a better environment for him over there. Seems like it might be a little inconvenient, but certainly safer living out there, since the deadies don't like water. Exactly. I can keep my family safe, but be close enough to come to shore a few times a week. Nothing like having an impenetrable barrier against zombies all around you. Not enough room for too many more people, so we couldn't build a whole community out there, but it works for me and my family. And like the community where you live, Jamie, we all have our little jobs here. I read a lot. I think it's important for us to preserve our culture, our humanity, not just simply survive. We have a few other people who come by sometimes, like uh, Anna and Alaska. Wade and Bill went to California to rescue Wade's dad. Wow. I didn't realize you had this whole team over here. Every time we're able to listen at Deerfield, we usually hear one or two of you. Sometimes we hear Max, Agnes, and Dr. Clark together, but you've got quite the support network going out here all by yourselves. Yeah, we've become quite the little extended family. What about you, Jamie? What brings you out this way? Oh, well, the community got together and voted to donate a few cans of gasoline to the station. They're outside. Oh, Jamie, that's so sweet. Thank Ellie and Nate and the rest of the leadership council for us. Wait, don't you need that gas at the community? Oh, sure we do. It's not like anybody is making more. But it's all about responsible allocation of resources. We need it at the community for a few things, but we need Mercury more. But you just said you don't all listen every day. We don't listen as a group, but somebody listens. And then they come back and tell everybody what you all talked about that day. They don't always remember all the details. We really enjoy hearing the practical advice, but what we really appreciate are the stories from people who stop by or the reminders that we can all make it through this if we stick together. Plus, we uh, enjoy Max's theories of how the apocalypse got started. Really? Wait, you like those? 
You're not taking them seriously, are you? Oh, of course not. No, but they are hilarious. <laughs> I know, right? But... The one about how the zombies were the precursor to an alien invasion was a scream. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the one where he thought the zombies were the leftover bodies of raptured souls. I was kind of, I was kind of offended at first, but looking back, it's actually pretty funny. Those are not supposed to be comedy relief. <laughs> Sure, Max. Yeah. Sure. Hey, maybe we can use some of this to recharge Dr. Clark's scuba tanks. Or Max's ham radio for a day or two. I don't know, Agnes. Knowing how important the broadcast is to Deerfield makes me think we should be keeping a bigger stockpile to make sure we don't run out. Yeah, I agree with Max. I'm itching to get back in the water, but we shouldn't use this gift for our own personal projects. Jamie, thank you. And thank everyone at Deerfield. It means a lot that the whole community is willing to give us their patronage like that. I think nothing of it. You've all become such an important part of our lives that, honestly, we're hoping you keep it up even after the zombie outbreak gets contained. Uh, Assuming it ever does. I'm sure it will. If the community can think of others enough to give up a resource like this, then that kind of cooperation can accomplish anything. We'll get through this. Speaking of getting through this, though, I think we've made it through another broadcast. Time to be getting off the air for today. Jamie, if you want to hang around a little while longer, we'd be glad to fill you in on the rest of what's been going on here. It's the least we could do for all this gas. Sounds good to me. Excellent. Well, in that case, listeners, this is Mercury, a broadcast of Hope, signing off. This has been Max O'Brien, Dr. Rosalind Clark, Agnes Drew, Jennifer Long, and Jamie Bristow reminding you to take care of each other.